All right, everyone, welcome back to the Girling and Growing podcast. I am your host, Lauren, and I am so very excited for this episode, Getting Over Situationships. <laughs> so I really wanted to start out this episode by kind of checking in with you guys. I'm assuming that most, if not all of you, have been through or at least heard of a situationship since you're listening to this episode. Um, I want to first of all thank you for being here because I know this might be difficult to listen to, um, especially in the instance that like the situation is still fresh. Um, even if it's not, it still can be difficult to kind of uh, face and hear about um, in the present moment. And I know with my experiences, I can most definitely relate to that feeling. Um, maybe feelings of guilt, of regret, of pain, of sadness, confusion, maybe still wondering the big what if question, what if they would have done this? What if they would have been better? What if they wouldn't have done this? Um, and I want you to think about this situation to throughout you listening to this episode. Um, almost think of it as you were describing it to me. And I want you to keep that in mind because um, your presence within that situation will help you kind of focus on kind of how to get past that. Now, I know the biggest question is why are situationships so difficult to get over? I ask myself that question all the time because I've been through my fair share of situationships and I'm technically, (laughs) if I'm being honest with myself, probably still haven't moved past this latest situationship. Um, We've all been there, uh, and I know it's so difficult, but situationships on their basis are so addicting and so difficult to get over because they're just that. They're a situation. It's not a relationship, and it's a term that is used to convey this lack of clarity of a title in the relationships. Um, Maybe it's because you or the other person are fearful of being single, being by yourself, or even starting out in a new relationship if you've been in a previous situation or a relationship that uh, you've recently gotten out of or just struggled with. Um, Situationships are short-lived and it can make you confused on where you stand with this person, where this can lead to either of you just being completely let down because there's no clear lines on as to what this relationship is. Um, And you really get this feeling of maybe this like nostalgia you have that repeating like notion of but with them it felt so natural it felt so right it felt so perfect and the memories of everything that you guys have gone through during that period of time like it just replays in your head over and over and over again but that's you just getting lost in this moment in time and that's all it was it was merely a moment in time. You go through so much during 
a situationship, so many emotions and so many feelings, it can be difficult to wrap your head around and it feels exciting sometimes and other times you feel disappointed by this person and confused with everything that you're going through and maybe sometimes hurt. But then other times it's super invigorating and energetic and fun. But that's what makes the ending of these situationships so much harder emotionally is because it takes you through all of these highs and lows. And as I mentioned before, this confusing nature is what this situationship was built off of this confusing nature on what the relationship even is can lead to you maybe feeling used in the end because there were never really any clear lines as to what this was from the beginning. That's why it's called a situationship. You fall for the possibility of what this situation can turn into and you kind of paint this picture and see this possibility of being something with this other person. And this picture that you paint is completely clouded from the real situation at hand. You see the potential that they have and maybe they see that in you and that's why you're kind of embarking on this situation. And I know I could say that I, specifically with this last situationship, really saw this other side of him that I kind of latched onto of, you know, the attachment is to that image you have painted of them and not who they really are in that present moment. And in the end, It leaves you feeling so disappointed and so hurt and confused as to why they didn't live up to this picture and this potential that you saw in them. Sometimes you see this potential when they still don't. You see the other person that was inside. Sometimes you see through their hurt and their pain and the personal history and struggles that they shared with you. And maybe you built up this care for this person who in reality, you had no potential of fixing. You see past this brokenness, this confusion, this immaturity in this other person only for them to not desire or see that change within themselves that you know that they were worthy of becoming. You saw that in them, but they could not see it in themselves. They're not ready for that. And it is not your place to put so much energy into someone who needs to go on that journey without you. It is their journey without you. Let that sink in. Because you are worth so 
much more than any person who cannot see past their hurt and instead immaturely takes it out on you. Now, you may be thinking after all of this, going through all of the emotions, all of the hurt, you know, you're letting yourself feel these emotions. That's the important thing within this healing process is I know I always suppressed my emotions before. That was something that I kind of did growing up too. That's something that I feel like I learned was to kind of ignore all of the feelings, all of the crying. I'm like, no, I don't need to cry. This is immature. I don't need to cry over someone. But if that's something you feel, that's real. That's valid. You've been through all of this. You went through all of this with this person that you cared about. And for them to wrong you, for them to hurt you, for them not to live up to that image that you had for them, that hurts. That's disappointing. So let yourself feel that. Let yourself feel the sadness. Cry it out. If you're angry, scream it out. (laughs) Let yourself feel these emotions because in the end, you're just going to bottle it up inside and that's not going to do you any good. That's not going to let you get through the present situation at hand. So let yourself feel it. I know it might feel like you're being overdramatic that, oh, it wasn't even a relationship. Why should I let myself feel this way? You are completely valid in your emotions. It takes such an emotional toll. And we'll talk a little, about, a little bit about this later in the episode. But it takes you on an emotional toll. So let yourself feel these emotions. Obviously, don't let it consume you, right? because we need to be smart about how we're going about this healing process, but acknowledge those emotions. You might also have this feeling of, what if? What if they change? What if I want to go back with them? What if I want to start engaging? What if I want to reach out? What if they reach out to me? Should I reach out to them? You know, I had those thoughts. I definitely reached out. Um, I definitely had those urges to reach out. And I fought them. I definitely had to bite my tongue in these situations when I had some words that I wanted to say to this person and You know, sometimes just having that space is beneficial and not being immature in your response to this. If you really want to get through this and come out on the other side as a better, stronger individual, then you have to acknowledge that even within your hurt, two wrongs don't make a right. That's something that I had to learn, unfortunately, is that it kind of brought out this side of... I'd say immaturity of some sort of toxicity of like, wow, they really hurt me. And I think I just finally want to be immature and not bite my tongue and not hold back. And I let that out. And that is not something that I'm proud of. And I'm sure many of you have gone through this or 
want to engage in that manner, but in the end, it's not going to be beneficial to you because I can say this right now is that you probably still have some care left for this person. So if you're reaching out in this toxic, negative manner, that's not going to help you in the end. That's not going to be fulfilling because you still care about a person and you reaching out in this toxic manner is maybe going to hurt them. So that's not going to make you feel any better by in turn having the possibility of hurting them. Now, you don't need to get back with someone who wronged you, someone who did not value you. They were already lucky enough to experience that with you, and they lost that. They took that for granted. Instead, you need to be able to give yourself the space and the ability to meet someone else or go through different situations or allow allow yourself to grow. Because why are you going to give someone a second chance when they took you for granted the first time? Why not offer that to someone else? Why not offer that to someone who is going to be more than willing to value you continuously and right from the beginning. Now, if they said they would change or that they're changing, especially if it's (laughs) a few weeks or months after, if that truly was the case, they would not need to communicate to you that they're changing you would be able to see that change in them. And I know everyone says it, you've probably heard this billions of times, actions speak louder than words. And it's so true. It's so true. Because you do not want to trust someone's words versus their actions. Because if they are not acting out on their words, why would you trust that? And oftentimes, if they're saying they're changing, if they're reaching out to you, they're missing that connection, like any other person would. It's invigorating, this emotional roller coaster of a situationship. They miss that interaction with someone, and maybe you do too. But you need to remind yourself that, now I'm not going to say this in a mean way, right? Because you're valued, but they did not choose you and they did not want you. They didn't choose you and they didn't want you in that time. Let that sink in because do you seriously want a person who doesn't see the worth that you know you deserve? I know you deserve so much more. But do you seriously want a person who doesn't see the worth you know you deserve? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm going to quote one of my favorites from Frank Ocean. But whatever you do, 
never run back to what broke you. Because why would you ever put yourself through that disrespect? You need to value yourself as an individual and want better for yourself. It all boils down to self-respect. Because you deserve someone who lives up to your standards. And you should not. You should not settle for anything less than that. I know sometimes it's easy to completely discredit that. But you deserve someone who takes action, who follows through on their word, and someone who doesn't make you doubt for a second their value of you. You deserve someone who puts that energy in and reciprocates that level of care and energy and attentiveness and respect. You deserve someone who is going to put that energy into a relationship and into loving and caring about you. Now, that was kind of with relating to the feelings of getting back with them, right? Now, healing is a process, right? It takes time and it takes a lot of self-reflection and reflection of what you've been through. So in this moment, don't focus on what they might be feeling or what they might be doing. Honey, if he's texting someone, if he's seeing someone else, let him. Let him. It is completely out of your control. And it just shows how he chooses to react to the situation. Now, don't just ignore their behaviors and their character and focus on the chemistry that you had when you think back to the situation. Because obviously, chemistry is necessary in any romantic relationship. But don't ever let this take precedence over their morals, their character, their outright behavior, because chemistry literally is chemistry in our body. It's a feeling psychologically, neurologically, when our body releases dopamine and other neurological responses it's 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 euphoric it's addicting it's literally what is released when people take drugs that's why it's so emotionally complicated it's literally the highs and the lows and the chase of the whole situation but it's not fulfilling it's a moment 
It's a moment in time. It's a momentary state of high. That's literally like a drug. But relationships don't make sense when that chemistry, when that high is the only thing you focus on and when the character is not there. The character needs to be there as well as the chemistry because if you have a relationship based off of just character and not chemistry, that's not going to work out either, right? But it needs to be a balance of character and chemistry. This is your time to acknowledge that if they could not commit to you or fulfill your standards and you just had that chemistry, or maybe you didn't, I mean, I'm assuming you did (laughs) because why else would you be in this situationship? But they're not the perfect person or something you could have ever dreamed and hoped for. Did you dream of them not committing to you? Did you dream of them being selfish and leading you on? Did you dream of them talking to or getting with other people? Did you dream of them ghosting you? Did you dream of them disrespecting you? I don't think so. This is so far from your dreams, but your thoughts are so clouded by that moment of nostalgia. And acknowledge that for what it is, nostalgia. It's just an experience of melancholy. It's just a feeling of nostalgia that you're able to feel in other situationship or in any situation in life. But it's not important towards what you've dreamt of for your ideal relationship because it's just nostalgic. You can feel this about a time when you were spending time with your best friends in high school, a time when you were on vacation, or a time when you were back home with your family. It's a broad feeling of nostalgia for your situationship that needs to be taken off of its pedestal and acknowledged as a feeling that you got in the present moment. It's beautiful that we can experience these emotions but it is not beneficial in our present moment to dwell on the past. And like I said earlier, there are so many experiences to be had that being stuck in the past removes you from seeing what's right there in front of you. You need to be able to give yourself the space and the ability to meet someone else and go through new experiences, even if it's completely unrelated to romantic relationships. Maybe it's your platonic friendships and relationships. You just need to be real with yourself. (laughs) BFFR. And allow yourself to think about all of the things that they did wrong. And it's not just painting them in a bad light or completely degrading them. It's just being truly honest with yourself and of the situation you experienced firsthand. And once you take them off of this pedestal and look at them for what they actually are, is when you can allow yourself to see this wasn't everything you had ever hoped and dreamed of. It's far from it. So I want you to take this moment in time 
to breathe, to focus on the things you need to personally improve on, the things that you've overlooked and seek out new experiences. It's a time to protect your peace. It's a time to get out of your comfort zone. Try something new. (laughs) Take a cooking class. Visit a new place. Go to a new study spot. Go to the gym. Meet new people. Reach out to others and like reach out to the people who've been there for you through all of this because I know You've been looking for support through all of this. It's your time to protect your peace and reconvene with who you are without the bonds of someone else. And eventually, if someone comes up, if something pops up and you're out there meeting someone new, you need to still practice this awareness, kind of what I've alluded to through this episode is being aware of your present situation, being aware of the past, not dwelling in the past, but being aware of it and be able to acknowledge it for what it truly was without this clouded vision, without this picture that you painted of them. Practice awareness of your situation. So acknowledge when you're meeting a new person that holds a quality that the other person lacked. It doesn't automatically mean that this person is perfect or any better than the last one. It just shows you that there's already another quality that someone possesses that this other person didn't have. But there is a potential and there are other people that these qualities build upon in a healthy, loving, connected relationship. So it only serves as a reminder that your person will have these qualities if you don't settle. And it allows you to acknowledge that these were the ones they lacked and were unable to fulfill. And you completely deserve a person who will fulfill those qualities. So when the timing is right, and sometimes it's when you're least focused on something, it's when you're not thinking about searching for this person out there, Sometimes it just happens when you least expect it. And that's when the opportunities walk in. So really, right now is just a time for you to be your number one best friend. It's a time for you to protect your peace. Because When we're going through these situations, you can lose a lot of yourself. You could lose sight of your goals. Maybe if you're in school, your grades will slip. Maybe if you're working, you lose focus on what your main goals are. You lose who you are as a person. You lose interest in some of the things that you were doing. You stop spending time with the people who 
are there for you, the people that mean the most for you. It's so easy to cut off those people who are in support of you. And sometimes they'll be the ones to tell you what these situations really are. And you'll ignore it because you're like, no, no, it's fine. But in reality, you're just getting so absorbed by the situation because of the highs and the lows and the picture that you paint of them. But it's unrealistic. It's not everything you've ever dreamed of. It's not your perfect person. Heck, it's not even a relationship. It's not even a relationship. There's no label. So why treat it that way? Your healing is so crucial to your growth because if you allow yourself to be present and acknowledge everything in your present moment and everything that happened during that situationship, that is what's going to allow you to heal and grow and be this bigger and better person that knows what you want and what you deserve. Because that's what being an adult is, is knowing your worth and growing and learning from these experiences. So you owe that to yourself because you are worth everything and you are valued. And you can be valued by another person, but that person should never be someone that you settle for. So take these things, allow yourself to kind of look over the situation that you've been through. Take that and run with it because it's now your time to grow and to be able to move past this because it was just a moment in time. It's not forever, it's not perfect, but you deserve it. So I don't want you to lose hope and I don't want you to get discouraged because you're gonna tell me there's that many people out there that you're not gonna find someone, come on. Come on now. So take this moment, acknowledge what you've been through, and acknowledge that now is your time to move forward and focus on you. And that I'm proud of you. Because this isn't easy. I've been through it. I'm still low-key going through it. But we owe it to ourselves to grow and to learn from these experiences and to be able to share this with other people (laughs) because this is something that I know at least so many college students relate to. So go out there and go have fun.
go spend time with your friends, go meet new people, go focus on yourself. Because it's just a moment in time and you're going to get past it, I promise you. You're going to get through it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this. I'm hoping that this might have resonated with some of you and that I may be able to offer some sort of advice that I've used and I'm still using to get through these because it's not easy, (laughs) but it's a step in the right direction to be able to be aware and want to choose better for yourself. So thank you for being here. And I'm sorry (laughs) if you hear these loud neighbors. They're upstairs, I swear. It's like I have Bigfoot right above me, but like four of them. (laughs) College, love apartment living. Anyways, (laughs) that is all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed and I am so glad that I was able to film this first episode, something that I'm so passionate about because uh, it's so interesting. Even the psychology behind it, as I was looking up some things to talk about in this episode, I was just so interested. Obviously, I'm a psychology major. (laughs) So with this, I hope this is able to resonate with some of you. I hope you're interested in in it. And I'm really, truly sorry, even though it's not something that I did, but I'm really sorry that you went through this situation, but I'm proud of you, and I'm so happy to be able to offer this advice and sharing my experience through this podcast. Um, You can reach out to me on my Instagram. I know that it is linked (laughs) to this um, podcast channel. So just let me know if you have any comments, if you want to share about um, what you've been through, if you have any questions or suggestions on what you want to hear, um, just let me know. I would be so happy to interact with you guys. Um, But thank you for this moment in time. And that was episode two of the Growing and Growing podcast. Thanks for listening.